Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 225, Episode 2 of Your Daily Zeitgeist! A production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022, which, of course, means it is National Banana Bread Day. Oh, Banana Bread. Mm. Big fan when it has chocolate chips in it. Oh. Will you eat it without those? I mean, sure. It's it, it feels like it feels like a little bit of wasted calories to me if you're not gonna go full fledged taco know, with make it. it a dessert, you know. Okay, I got you. I see you. I like just the way like as if someone put it down in front of you and like, oh there's no chocolate chips in it and you're like, Oh, <laughs> is that a problem? You're like, No, uh, uh, it's uh, fine. You know. Whatever. Walnuts with her, whatever whatever the fuck people kinda waste everyone's time at this point, but yeah. All, <laughs> All right. Well my name is Jack O'Brien, AK. I see T's of green, black AEU, orange consonants, and vowels too. And I think to myself, should I Google this wordle? Uh, that is courtesy of Radio Giorgio, once again accusing me of cheating at wordle because I'm so good at it. Also so good at pasting a GIF in after I post my wordle score. Uh, apparently, I, I did the link thing, and mm. Super Producer Anna Hosnier has been shitting on me nonstop yeah, ever that since. Was, that was hard for all of us, Jack. When uh, like, it's just so much easier Google for me. But the gift <laughs> thing's built into Twitter. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah, but it... <laughs> But it's not on Word when you're posting a Wordle score. It's not. Anyways. Okay, I don't look. I don't. Fuck that's me. why I don't fuck with Wordle. Because the thing you should be game. making fun of me for is posting my Wordle scores, not my uh, old it's, man ass. It's be- but it's become so like prevalent that like then I have to put everyone down. But yeah. I know. No, and I can't. I just don't have totally the bandwidth fair. for that. Yeah. Well, I'm thrilled to be doing as always by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Yes, it's Miles Gray, still high off of a huge blunt of OG Kush and recent nuptials. It's Miles, a.k.a. Mr. Her Majesty Gray. It's so great to be Mr. Her Majesty. Uh, Comes with a lot of respect now, so I appreciate that. Shout out to my wife. My wife. Great. Well, Miles. Great. Great. Wonderful. Great. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. We are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a brilliant and talented comedian, actor, dessert queen and podcaster Mm. uh, Mm. who you can hear on our podcast snack time she co-hosts the comedy show good heroin and the sunday show with tdz favorites dave ross and ever maynard respectively please welcome the brilliant and talented lindsey adams (laughs) welcome welcome the brilliant and talented excuse me yeah you're excused i mean thank you i'm where you coming where you from where you at where you at right now I'm in LA. Okay. Okay. Heard yeah. Of I'm yeah, in LA, which explains why my landlord doesn't communicate. <laughs> right. In general. Yeah. Like, oh, in general, sleep. just yeah. doesn't. But yeah, I'm in LA. Got it. Got it. Got it. And uh, before we we got on air slash mic slash recording, you are originally from New Jersey? Yeah. I'm originally from New Jersey. Moved to Chicago. Started comedy there. And then moved out here. Nice. 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 You got a big, uh, are you big like Jersey? Like you hold it down for Jersey? Yeah, I love Jersey. Okay, I mean, I yeah. love and I hate Jersey. I'm, I will be brutally honest about the, I mean, I worked at a tanning salon for years. Hey, okay. So <laughs> I really just. Then get but, more Jersey than that. Yeah. However, I mean, yeah, of course. I love it. I miss the food. Mm-mm. 
Wait, what do you? Okay, so any desserts in particular? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Can, like really good cannolis. Oh, okay, yeah. like okay. really good cannolis. Also, like the bakeries on the East Coast. Yeah, um, maybe I just like pretend they're better in my brain, right? But I do think they're better. Like, what is there a specific thing you're like? See, this is why these LA bakeries fucking suck shit. Well, in New York specifically, that Supermoon Bakehouse is my like favorite place. I love that go. sequence of words. I know. It's like it's very cool. They do a lot of filled croissants. Honestly, they're so dope. And I'm such a f- I'm not sponsored by them, to be really clear. I'm yeah. absolutely not, but I'm obsessed with them. And I haven't found a place in LA that does like filled croissants. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever I'm, been to uh, Starbucks? They have this one with like a little <laughs> chocolate in the middle. That I'm on I worked at Starbucks. Hey. They got ham and right. cheese in one of the croissants. So <laughs> don't tell me I don't know, know, I know how to fill a croissant out here. No, I mean, I think it's either that or you go to like some newfangled like Michelin starred French baker place. And you're like, sure. this fucking sandwich is $19 because of the bread it's on. You're like, no. Are you talking about tartine? Yeah, and the <laughs> other one that was at the Grove for a while. Oh, that, um, fuck, I can't remember that name. That they were doing, like, the croissant way or whatever, the cr- croissant oh, hybrid yes. thing that they were serving up. The, or, uh, or Cronut, The Cronut, yeah, yeah. 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 Croissant way? I like that. way is honestly way better sounding. Yeah. Uh-huh. I say that whenever I get, like, a breakfast sandwich with a, with a croissant as a bread. I say, I can do a croissant way, bro. <laughs> that, that's better. All right. Lindsay, favorite uh, thing to fill a croissant with and also your take on banana okay. bread. Perfect question. Go. I I like a traditional almond croissant, but I like when there's a fruit filling. I like like a raspberry or a strawberry oh. filling of some sort. And then I love banana bread. It's okay. classic. Yeah. Yeah. Am I completely cut off from the world like where I've only known a croissant to be filled with almond, chocolate, ham and cheese, cheese, and like some form of like a spinach kind of thing? Like though in my I, when you said strawberry, I was like, where you get a one with fucking strawberry in it? I know. Uh, OK, so, yes, that is not normal. However, it's better. Got it. So, no, like, no, that's, Supermoon, that's for example, they just do wild shit. Like, their Instagram is really cool, but then their food is actually really good. Oh, shit. Hmm. Okay. Supermoon, Colorado. Send us I know, some right? croissants from New York. Right. Please. We are not <laughs> sponsored by them, but that's because Supermoon is fucking up, personally. I know. I'm, like, opinion. desperate. I just call them every day, and I'm like, please. <laughs> What's your podcast game like, Supermoon? Send me free food. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're not lying. This Instagram is, like, pornographic okay it's it's crazy and they do wild flavors and it just like gets me hot and bothered yeah i had to put the phone down Mm. i know don't get a boner can't can't. (laughs) try not i can't don't worry about that not a problem croissants are known for doing that yeah well tell that to my doctor (laughs) 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 all right Lindsay, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about Later on in the episode, we're going to talk about Trump's Twitter clone, Truth Social. It launched. It has taken the world by storm. That's what we're all doing. That's what we're all using now. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about how just flawlessly that went. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to talk about Madison Cawthorn. I was very worried about the sanctity of the vote. 
or yeah. an authoritarian fascist. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Oscars fan favorite category. They heard people complain that Spider-Man No Way Home didn't get nominated for enough things. And they put their heads together for, you know, it w I would guess five seconds and came up with the worst possible way to address that. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about celebrities shilling for crypto. All of that. Plenty more. But first, Lindsay, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? Oh, man. Yeah, the thing, it's funny because, like, you. I mean, I I don't, obviously can't give, do you want me to give, like, a one-word answer, or will you listen to me? You could, no, you we will listen to you for mm -hmm. as for long as you For some reason, like what Google always autofills mid-century table. <laughs> like, mm. So my my search history is always, like, mid-search, mid-century table for some reason. In reality, <laughs> I think, like, the the most recent thing that I searched was... Italian food, Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. It's always food. It's yeah. literally always food. I love that. Yeah. Now you've mentioned Italian food twice, which traditionally Italian food, not known in America, at least for like having the best desserts. I could be wrong about that because. No, you're not wrong. You're totally not. So what, what, what tell me, is, are those separate interests of yours, Italian food and desserts or is what, where, yes. where are we at? I think it's like a nostalgia thing. So mm. it's like I technically prefer French pastries because I'm a fancy bitch. But I, yeah, for some reason, I mean, I like Italian food because it reminds me of growing up and mm. like that mix of flavors. You know, one, you know, it's like interesting how like it in terms of food sometimes it's hard to tell if you like it or you're just deeply emotionally attached to it. Right. Yep. That's like Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean. Really? I mean, the more I think about it, I'm like, it coincides with like some of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh, like man. When you went to Taco I, Bell? I mean, I yeah, also not sponsored by Taco Bell, but I, I, I bore the fuck out of what before she was my wife, my fiance. When we would pass a Taco Bell, I'd always remember the story about how I had a homie who worked at the drive through. And when he was there, I'd just be like, yo. And if he said, yo, back through the thing, I was like, it's we're eating free, boys. And <laughs> that yeah. was like I felt like a fucking God. Like I could be like, yo, you hungry? Like if my boys were going to Taco Bell, let's go. Dates, mm. they were speechless when that we got all these things we never ordered. So like you know, what? What were the things that you Oh, like the like the caramel apple empanadas. Yeah. Uh, the like Mexican pizzas. I'd be like, yo, it's just me. Like, yo, let me just get a couple things. And then your boy he just hooked it up with bags on bags. And like, are do you like know the manager? I'm like, no. It's yeah. just people <laughs> sticking up for each other. I'm sorry, that was a the voice of an impressed young woman in the car with you, uh impressed by your access to Taco Bell. Yes, yes. That's what I said. Right. The and the bar was never lower for me, hence the greatest <laughs> time of my that's life. That's a real, that's like a real hookup, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for me, yeah, I guess, but the more I think about it, I'm like, every time I eat it, I do feel bad. And like, sometimes I have to be super high to like, really go and get it. But I still, I still love the flavors. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting take. Mm -hmm. So for I'm you, what judging. is it? For you, is it what, like going to like, the Feast of San Gennaro and stuff all the time and, like, having that be part of, like, a social calendar? 
No, I, it's literally snacks. Like I know it's, I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not trying to promote my podcast, but like the emotional connection to like a good example is that when I was a kid, we would always get a Carvel ice cream cake for my birthday. And that was like the thing. And I like fucking loved it. And I was like the Holy grail. And then this past (laughs) summer, I was like, I'm an adult. You know, I can just have a Carvel ice cream cake whenever I want. Right. Because they sell it at the grocery store. (laughs) Right. right. So I was like, I'm going to buy one. And I bought like a huge one. Mm. And I started eating it. And I was like, this tastes like fucking ass. And I was (laughs) so bummed. But I was like, I mean, I'm going to eat it. Right. For the crunchies. But it sucks that it doesn't taste good yeah one of the few foods where you can like actually taste the chemicals in the food dye like i feel like when when you got that like blue icing mixed in there there it has a very specific taste that i don't feel like you get anywhere else with anything that's edible at least no i mean i worked at dunkin donuts baskin robbins in high school for a minute and I know. I had a lot of jobs that I got fired from. And <laughs> I worked there, and their ice cream cakes are, like, actually pretty dope. Mm. Yeah. A, a, a 31 Flavors is, you know, typically one I would that would open my eyes. Carvel, I've, I don't know. I felt like because you got it at the grocery store, it just felt a little less, like, meaningful. I mm. know. I called my mom, and I was like, what the fuck, mom? Like, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I was like, literally not acceptable. Right. (laughs) Wait. Oh, and the Italian food. Have you found anything in LA? Like, because obviously you're searching. You need. It's a need of yours. Yeah. What do you? you, So how do you? How do you scratch the itch here? You. I've tried a couple different places, and I. I just. I have two friends that gave me gift certificates to. Oh, God. Osteria La Buca. Yep. I mean, and so they were like, you have to try this place because they know I like Italian food. And so now I'm going to try it and we'll see. I mean, uh, like, yeah. we'll find out. It's not bad. There's a funny story about that is that they it was like started by these two brothers and their mom. And then yeah. they had a falling out. And then one of the brothers and the mom went down Melrose and started Osteria Mama. I tried that. Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the and they all say like the what you have here all comes from the mom who gave Australia Labuka all their flavors. So stop fucking with them. Come to Mama direct, and like it's just like a warring family situation between these two Italian restaurants. Controversial opinion: Just because your mom made it doesn't mean she was a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're having to confront a lot of things right now. Yeah, I know. It's like your mom made it, blah blah blah, and it's like my mom burned shit every time she. Like, I'm not even. Right. Just because it's like mom's recipe doesn't mean it's absolute trash. Right. right. Okay, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's my. That's. My- my take on that but oh i just chinese food dumplings from the east coast specifically Mm, the way that they like chinese american essentially like i'm 99 sure it's not authentic but it's doughy as fuck and like like four dollars on the street i miss Mm. that yeah what is uh what's something you think is overrated 
I had a couple different things that I thought were overrated. I mean, I think that fast food is overrated. I'm so sorry. I know you mentioned Taco Bell. I think it's overrated. I think it's pure nostalgia. Mm. I think that you can get better. Sorry, my cat is just really taking umbrage. But (laughs) I think that you can get better stuff. And I'm not a snob, but I just, I think it's overrated. Mm. What do you, what's your feeling like if you, what's your thought process? You're hungry. Fast food is an option. You go, I can do better than that. At one yeah, in the morning. I, okay. At well, one we're not in, the in New morning. York either. No, but like legit, we, uh, we have 24 hour groceries, like grocery stores. And like, I don't like, <laughs> you're like ready to come my, at me. My soul is leaving my body. Cause I'm just thinking of me being so fucked up and needing to eat. And I'm like, yeah, I need to make, I need to store. Okay. And get some but I'm sober. So that makes a difference Got in you. my right. food choices. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm coming home at 1am, I'm like, I will not waste my time with fast food i would rather like get a bag of chips and like some salami yeah mm. okay Ooh, good salami i like loose lunch meat what can i say yeah no no i can't hate on that what percentage of fast food in america do do we think is consumed by somebody who is not under the influence of something like if there was suddenly all out 100 percent across the board prohibition of all substances what would happen to fast food sales. I would eat more fast food if I couldn't smoke weed. Uh, really? You I'd be so? like, let's just let's kill let's kill ourselves a different way then. Like, let's let's injure <laughs> it's ourselves all a about different way. Destruction. It's all yeah, about yeah. If I can't create, out. then it's then the second best thing is destroying. Uh, but I don't I don't know. Would, I feel like late at night there would be less fights uh, at fast food places. That's for, for sure. sure. That's like a nailed on event. Like a Saturday night, Jack in the Box. There's always There'll be some trouble. Jack the Box feels like they have em- embraced the uh, fucked up of their consumers right. more than maybe any other brand. But- yeah. I mean, they're just like, we're literally silly. Like, we're, <laughs> s- we're silly. Right. <laughs> and please don't take us seriously. Just eat the food because yeah. it'll be fine. Have our late night munchies box with like 19 tacos and cheese fries. Please. We know what you're up to. <laughs> I just saw a Jack in the Box ad for the first time. So it was for it was back in like the early 90s when they were bringing on a Philly cheesesteak and they like send this button down like nerdy guy to go look up like how to make the best Philly cheesesteak. And he comes back and the Jack in the Box mascot is like walking down and the guy like is no longer buttoned up. He has like a mullet and he's like, yo, Jackie. Oh, right. I I had never seen that, but that's what all my cousins (laughs) in Philly call me. They're like, hey, Jackie, what's up? Are you from Philly? (laughs) My whole family is, but I never lived there. But it's yeah, I didn't realize that was a universal thing. I thought it was just because they've known me since I was, you know, three. But God, apparently. That's so funny. Just had a moment. You're like, I know this voice. <laughs> I know that man. <laughs> me? <laughs> like you're watching yeah. this TV and you're yeah, pointing like yourself. Looked behind me? myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, what is something you think is underrated? Black licorice. Wow. Okay. I know. Oh, Another controversial shit, opinion. I know. Wow. 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 I wow. Know. Okay, okay I... go on. I'm not. I just. I want to help open my eyes. 
because they have been closed for too long. So my, if I'm being a bitch, it's that (laughs) molasses is an elevated taste that only adults that will understand. So if you don't like it, you're not a real adult. But the reality is that I get why people think it tastes like ass. And just to be clear, when I was not sober, I was drinking bottles of Robitussin. So I don't know if that Mm. correlates Mm. to my enjoyment of that flavor. Right. But I just like it. It's weird and gooey and like, I don't know why the flavor works for me, but it does. I'm like a molasses because like fan. the DXM fried your taste buds or something from all the <laughs> Robo Trip. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That also describes my personality as a piece of trash. But like, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it. My mom liked it growing up, and like she would always be like, "Give me the black jelly beans," and I was like, "This is disgusting. You're disgusting." And now I'm like, I love it. It's gross and great. And I am like an evangelist for it. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you're not alone, obviously. There's... Yeah. No, you're not the first person to say that. I feel I'm like... not alone, but it's actually in large quantities toxic and could kill you. Right. And I think they did that on purpose just because they're like, anybody who likes it this much, we need to take them out. <laughs> exactly. Too much. Yeah. I. It's like it feels like it's almost like cilantro, right? Where like yeah, I think people so. like fucking love it or they hate it. Yeah, and like that that anise anise flavor. Anise. I could I could tell uh, I could yes, it's pronounced anus. Anus uh, or anisa <laughs> from uh, the challenge MTV the challenge. I'm just also <laughs> thinking of like I like fennel. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. weird how there's like like on this like sort of they're close to each other on this like flavor spectrum, but once you. St- cross fully over to that part I'm like oh god like fine i'll do it because i've never had absinthe before but it's just for the story that i'll i'll take this flavor but i don't totally. know like I'm, we're, I'm curious if there's like if people are genetically predisposed to not liking that flavor well that's what it, i feel like but at the same time i don't like the little seeds and sausage right really yeah like those fennel seeds yeah i think they're they ruin sausage as a texture more than a flavor, right? Well, a little bit of both. Just okay. because I I don't know. My thought my my like tastes don't make sense. It's not like it carries over, but my sweet and savory like receptors are very different. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Zeitgang, let us know what are because I've heard the same thing about coffee, obviously, like you said, cilantro. I I have heard that about licorice. Like what are the other genetically predetermined like flavor profiles that we just can't can't escape yeah although i've definitely like gone in and out on coffee so i don't know if i buy that that's the really case. i didn't yeah. know coffee was a controversial line yeah like people get like disgusted by it yeah yeah oh, yeah shit. like don't like the smell of it there's what? but i think that's definitely a smaller grouping and i also think like to the to the point about Robo tripping being like locked into the pathways in your brain connected to licorice. I, I think coffee being locked into the, you know, pathways where you're just getting a massive wallop of caffeine probably helps. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I recently switched to matcha, which I love to talk about. Oh, oh did you really switch? No, yeah, I, made I the hate switch. matcha. I know. But you're well, le- but is it for all, are you getting all the benefits that everyone was saying? Like you feel less uh like you're 
I felt flying like at light I had speed. the flu for a couple weeks <laughs> after I made the switch. So that was good. Put me in my place. And then, but I, I definitely noticed that like I went from thinking it smelled and tasted like shit to now really liking it. And I think that's probably a similar thing. Whereas like if I went back to coffee, it would be same deal. Where Interesting. I was, yeah. Interesting. That should have been my overrated because Matcha. I just think it's I literally had to pull over on the side of the road and throw up because I gave matcha <laughs> another chance. Yeah. Uh, wow. We we need we need to begin to map out people's flavor preferences because it feels like whereas I hate licorice, I love matcha. No. So it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like trying to map everything. I'm like, where does it all come together? What color are your eyes? So you're gonna start putting phenotypes and stuff. Blue now. green. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Geneticists <laughs> holler at us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And I mean, it's all anyone could talk about. Truth Social has launched and, you know, changed the meaning of social media and truth. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Trump's Twitter platform that he's like, I don't, I don't need to play with your ball. I'm the, I, I have my own ball at home. <laughs> like my own shitty better. ball that isn't even work as a ball. And you're like, that's made of socks, man. Like, <laughs> you didn't even clean the socks. It looks like a giant dong too. It's a ball. It's a ball, <laughs> a ball. and I don't need yours. Mm. But yeah, good impression. Though. Many people say that LeBron plays with this kind of ball. <laughs> that's how he learned to play. <laughs> so he launched True Social. He had to do it on President's Day because he is our past and future president <laughs> in his mind. And it wasn't ready. No. Nope. Shocking. Who'd have thought? Uh, and you know what? It went as bad as anybody could have hoped for, to be honest. Like, there's all this fanfare, President's Day. He's back with his own shitty Twitter. Unfortunately, if you have Android, you're shit out of luck. And also, you can only get it in the App Store if you like pre-downloaded the app because that's how much of a fanatic you are for all things MAGA. Or probably most of them are probably journalists who are like just ready to be like, yep, I'm ready to see how this thing falls apart. So let's say even then you got to the point where you you were able to download the app. Uh-oh, you try and register an account, you get an error message that says something went wrong. Maybe retry later. Some people did for hours on end. So then even if you got if you're one of the rare people who got to the point where they could register an account, uh, you still couldn't use that. Like it didn't even take you to the interface. It just basically said you got another message that said, quote, due to massive demand, we have placed you on our wait list. We love you. And you are not just another number to us, but your wait list number is below. <laughs> and people did a screen cap. It was like one hundred fifty five thousand six hundred eighty three. Like that's and people are like, this is great. All the patriots are overwhelming the system. It's like, no, no, no. this is called a disastrous fucking launch. That's not enough patriots to overwhelm a system, by the way. One hundred fifty thousand is like your your system should be able to handle it is that. Too many. It's too many. <laughs> too many. And yet not enough to no. for that to be an excuse for why your product doesn't work. Right. And some people notice like when they had their, you know, number, even though Trump said we love you and you're not just another number. I'll remember your name, Donald Jr., that <laughs> those people, they've slid further down the list as time went on. They're like, how is that possible? Like, I thought my place in line was fixed. I'm somehow, I've gone back 10,000 spots. 
Okay. Wait, they were giving them new numbers as it went along? They would check back, and the number would update to something worse than it was before. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, this is so fucking bad. No one could use it. A lot of people were just were pointing out all these security weaknesses. Like, you could, you could navigate to, like, this beta version of the site and just, like, register your own handles like before anyone else could to try and park them and they're like no th- this is this is all bad the other sad part about this is there's no web version of this so you know like on twitter you can <laughs> go to twitter.com there's shit like this for truth like you can only do it in the fucking app so effectively the shit was completely lights out darkness where did he find these developers, though? You know what I like? He, he was like, I think, like, truly, I feel like his kids did it. They were like, we can literally do anything. We've never had a job that's real. And right. we can absolutely code this website. Right. They're like, Dad, we're professionals at copying other people's work. That's how we got <laughs> out of school. So Exactly. This is right up my lane, Dad. Let me do a, like a couple fucking bumps really quick in the kitchen and I'll come yeah. back and I'll have a fucking totally new fucking plan. OK, Dad? Yeah. I love the idea, though, of there being like a liberal behind it who was infiltrating mm-hmm. and was like, get this. It's I'm, not going to work. Right. Or just really playing dumb the whole time. Like, I don't know, Mr. Tr- yeah. I, it is. It's it's I, I swear I had everything. Double check, triple check, just like you had said. Sure. Uh, Maybe if you pay me more money and then just collect all that money from him and light it on fire. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing that most people point out is that, you know, Devin Nunes, the disgraced congressman uh, who was, you know, the head of the intelligence committee during Trump's first reign, he's technically in charge of this venture because he left to run, like, to become like the CEO or CEO of like Trump Media Group Strategies or whatever the convoluted name is. And when they, when the, he was asked about this, his defense was, uh, it's really not going to be ready until like the end of March. Right. <laughs> what? Then <Yeah>. why? <laughs> okay. See you later. Oh, also the logo is an exact ripoff of another company in the UK. Right. So they're already <laughs> having to backpedal on their marketing shit. I mean, he, you know, we, we've talked before about this theory that like famous people kind of tend to be frozen in time at a point that they like reached their peak fame. And obviously he has kind of gotten increasingly famous as he became like the, the modern world's Hitler, but he first peaked in the eighties. And I just feel like there is, he, he, everything around him seems to be like dumb people on cocaine, just driving the bus everywhere. Like that, that really feels. Oh, like it's just a group of eighties, like eighties coked out henchmen with bad ideas is the only group he can look at and be like, they get it. They right. get it. Yeah. And everybody like he turns people into like, it, you know, his son used to be uh, somebody who like just hated his dad and by, you know, just through sheer tyranny of will and like his force of personality. And then the fact that he was accidentally became the most powerful person in the world like that, like sucked in his son. And now his son's this like coked up, like just absolute 80s <laughs> right. super villain. His like litmus test to hire someone is he puts him, he's like, you're going to sit down in this theater and you're going to, I'm going to put something on and just watch a little bit of it. And I'll come back and we'll talk about what you just saw. And he puts on Soul Man from 1986. <laughs> oh my God. And he's looking through a camera like, they love it. Okay, good. This guy's good. This, this guy's, guy's good. good. He thinks this is hilarious. He's in, baby. <laughs> I can't believe that, like, nothing has taken him down. Like, like so many grandpas are sick 
I mean, is that too dark? But it's like, how is this man <laughs> right. not died? I just so can't many even... grandpas are sick. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. There's so many. <laughs> I mean, I'm just <laughs> relating ages. But it's yeah. like him, Mitch McConnell. It's like, how are these men still fucking alive? Right. Why did they? I, why did you take my grandpa, God? Yeah, and exactly. leave these shit bags fucking blowing in the wind. Why? These are the wrong people died, and we all agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe I. I think the the only thing that people have to potentially, you know, lick their lips and rub their mitts together for a little bit of warmth is just all the lawsuits that keep completely backfiring. Like every yes. attempt at appealing is just like no. No, you ain't claiming privilege over nothing. Exactly. But then again, we won't know till we know, will we? No, yeah. I trust nothing. Yeah, I had that down here. I don't know if you guys talked about the, you know, his attempt to get everything no. dismissed. I mean, or there were so many last week of things. He took multiple L's last week, but no, not this recent one. Totally. We haven't spoken. Yeah. About. Now. So the very final thing, it, it had been rejected by everybody and he got it elevated to the Supreme Court and they kind of rejected it so now we will find out you know the or at least the house committee is going to get get all the documents and i do feel like this could be the most significant challenge to him becoming president again in 2024 is if like a crime is revealed and he's basically not allowed to run Mm -hmm. because i think Mm -hmm. other signs are pointing to him being able to bounce back well, and I think that's why it's interesting to see like other MAGA affiliate types who are like kind of puffing their chest up and like kind of waiting like Ron DeSantis would be like, yo, the second this dude slips up, I'm fucking I'm in there. Like right. oh, I'm taking sure. it up. And like there's already more and more stories about like how, you know, Trump is increasingly not like liking how, you know, DeSantis is ascending uh, so quickly. But yeah, I mean, that also speaks to like why I'm sure some people uh, in the Republican Party were kind of saying like, no, that was an insurrection. That was an insurrection. Mm-hmm. Suddenly right. that maybe they know like the last stop is the documents are going to come out. and It'll be a pretty it'll be pretty clear like why it shouldn't work. But I don't know. It's been pretty clear why a lot of things shouldn't work in this country yet. We don't have many changes. So I don't know. Stay tuned. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of January 6th, the most 80s shit i've ever seen outside of a video of the actual 1980s is the backstage video of trump and his family dancing to gloria as the insurrection is beginning that yeah glorious mm, like there's God. just such powerful like cocaine energy in that video yeah. it's unbelievable <laughs> kimberly Gilfoyle especially is just like Dancing like an extra in the club scene in Scarface. Yeah. Like, oh my god, hundred percent. Her yeah. jaw is about to fly off her face. <laughs> exactly. So that was exactly my thought. Yeah. Like, what are you? Are y'all chewing on something? <laughs> like, no, no. Like, babe, are you okay? Because you look yeah, like yeah, a cat. yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just have a bad tell. Yeah, have a I real could bad tell. See her dipping secretly. <laughs> they are dipping. Oh yeah, yeah, I do cocaine pouches now. Yeah, exactly. I just put them right there. They're like She's snus. Like, I didn't understand. That was how I've always done it. I'll never right. change. Straight into your gums. That's, huh? Weird. <laughs> Over time, it's actually out. much better. Yeah, and you, you don't have the sniffles in front of everyone. You still fart, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think speaking of 80s bad guys, Madison Cawthorn, who has been the right's just shiny little poster boy, they love him. He's the fascist with 
bad fashion sense, but for conservatives, it's fantastic. The white supremacist with gleaming white teeth. You mm. love to see him up there wearing his like hunting jacket on the Capitol, like where right before he rah rod a bunch of uh, insurrectionists to march on the Capitol, literally wearing a hunting jacket. I'm like, okay, I think we get what you're trying to do because there are multiple garments you could wear. But in this instance, you're putting on that uh, hunter vibe. And yeah, this guy has been, you know, in the news for a number of things. We touched on his like weird sham marriage that was arranged in the weirdest way when he met his wife. Was it like in a Russian casino? And then they very quickly split up. But he still has the gall to say, like, you know, we have to worry about the integrity of the American family or or marriage, sanctity of marriage. Like, you couldn't even go eight months. Don't. Okay. All that to say that his rah-rah rhetoric on January 6th has now gotten him into a little bit of trouble because a group of voters in North Carolina are using this pesky little thing in the 14th Amendment to t- to remind the uh, elections board in North Carolina that they actually have the they, they can assert the power to keep him from running him from office again because this little clause in the 14th Amendment bars anyone, quote, that has engaged in insurrection or rebellion. Mm. It prohibits them from entering elected office. Mm. Yeah, he says he's being unfairly targeted. And it's just the thousands of hundreds of thousands of voters are going to have their just votes completely negated. Good. Fuck you. The irony of suddenly (laughs) you're up there being like this election's stolen because this guy didn't win that leading you to. Well, if if they enforce the rules, then they're going to negate the will of the Voters, right? Oh, Tucker Carlson, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and the his loophole that he wants to like get <laughs> is that well, they gave Confederates amnesty after the Civil War, which it's, first it's, of all, big mistake <laughs> that, that they did do that. But second of all, that was in eighteen seventy two was centered yep. around the Civil War and like a. a massive population and not like a single person who's opportunistically trying to like seize power after trying to overthrow the government yeah badly like that's the that's the thing that i just keep coming up against is like they they did like their intention was as bad as anything has ever claimed they just it was not a real threat because they they were bad at it but like that that doesn't mean we should just disregard their intention Right, right. I mean, yeah, if only like I knew people who didn't get like shoplifting charges for very awkwardly trying to leave a store with like handles of Bacardi. Right. And they're like, oh, come on, kids. You really thought you were going to just wear a big old boxy coat in here and walk like waddle on out of here? Ah, you poor you little scamps. Get out of here. No, they fucking got wrecked like legally, I remember. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's that. like you said. We made the mistake in 1872 of being like, you know what? Nice try. You lost. And also so many people fucking died over you insisting that slavery was the only financial system you wanted to operate within. So all good. All good. We don't want to we don't want to ruffle any more feathers. And I like that his idea or the way his lawyer asserts this, like, you know, like this amnesty thing with Confederates is like this wasn't like. Like you said, it was for the Civil War. It's not some like reverse John Connor where Confederates like went into the future to create a bill to like excuse a future insurrection. But that's how they're looking at it, I guess. Right. That that is such a big turning point in history that like Lincoln 
being assassinated led to his racist ass vice president taking over the presidency and just being like, oh, no harm, no foul, y'all. Yeah. Uh, we're good. <laughs> Wait, no harm? Hey, no they had foul. us in the fourth quarter there, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. no harm. Harmless. Right. Yeah, yeah, all good here. Exactly. That's wild. You know, it's like anything. When you're trying to boundary set in relationship, pet training, whatever, <laughs> when, just, mm. when there are none, you're going to then be shocked down the road when it's like, but I told you I didn't like that. It's like, yeah, but you didn't really make that like clear in a tangible sense. So right. <laughs> we're completely incentivized to keep doing what we want to do. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a direct line to from what, you know, that decision to pardon everybody in the Civil War to what we are still dealing with today. So. Yeah. And also, like, treating the grievances of, like, the hurt South after the Civil War, being like, we got, oh, man, they're really, they're really aching after that. They're having mm -hmm. a hard time. They had a hard time. Yeah, and really guess hard. what? They're still having a hard time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about dumber shit. And we're back. I should I should clarify the Oscars are not dumber than Madison Cawthorn. They're just probably less impactful. Let's say mm -hmm. less impactful. Okay. okay. All right. The Oscars. Very dumb. So the nominees came out and everybody was mad that Spider-Man No Way Home not nominated. Jimmy Kimmel, famed film expert and cinephile jimmy kimmel <laughs> dropped a statement on their ass uh the biggest snub today in my opinion and i'm actually even angry about this oh. i'm kind of embarrassed to say is the unforgivable omission of spider-man no way home so the oscars are listening you know kimmel hosted the oscars kimmel speaks so. they listen that's right exactly this, this story weirdly reminds me of like how progressive ideas are treated by the democratic party where they will allow them to succeed to the point of like getting passed but then they will just completely fuck with the execution to the point that they're like well that didn't work <laughs> so like that because like, you fucking meddled with it right you did a half-assed job and meddled with it so anyways last week the oscars made an announcement targeted at regaining some of their cultural relevance in the favor of Jimmy Kimmel, saying that they would have a fan favorite category, yes, this year, where, not to make it seem like an afterthought, but yeah, the nominees they've already announced. Also, let's add a little asterisk, uh, also you can vote for your favorite movie on Twitter. No. And the winning film would be announced on the show. They would not receive an actual Oscar, but you know, maybe the Oscar producers can try to buy an old Blockbuster Entertainment Awards trophy off of eBay and hand that right. out. Or like a, a moon man, if if you can score one of those. <laughs> but yeah, it's so half-assed. It's yeah. guaranteed to produce a bad result, right? Well, have like, they been on Twitter? Right. Have they That's... ever been on Twitter? <laughs> that is my question. It does not seem like they have because so the second they opened up voting you know that Zack Snyder fans wanted the Snyder cut out there as the number one movie uh, unfortunately that is an old movie so director's cuts of old movies aren't eligible 
for oh. the Academy Awards. And so van- fans started voting <laughs> instead for Army of the Dead, which did come out in 2021. That's the Vegas zombie movie slash video game playthrough. And he encouraged it. He was like, yeah, no, that deserves to be Oscar nominated. Great. But the number one slot at the moment is the Cinderella musical starring Camila Cabello, which makes sense because she has a huge following on Twitter. The power (laughs) of Gen Z. That is the power of Gen Z. Yeah, just put like BTS in your film and just sweep the awards every year, you know? Yeah. For like, five seconds. I mean, right. that looked like the most ass musical oh. I've ever seen. You know what would be sick, though, is you get, like, you pit Swifties, BTS Army, all the fandoms together, because they're all in, like, if the studios are, like, re- on some fucking galaxy brain shit, to like, we need to put these fandoms, like, they need to have parts in films this next year so we can implode <laughs> this category. Or that's just my very puckish idea of, like, I want to see them fight. Yeah. No, that's a smart idea. That is how the world works now. <laughs> right, exactly. But this is worse than doing nothing, right? Like, if you, you're <laughs> yeah. not willing to take it seriously enough to have the Academy members vote on, like, best popular... Like, we, this is an idea we had suggested as, like, add a separate category for... So you have, like, best film and best movie. And, like, it can be a straight down the middle... You know, like a movie like The Fugitive could have won best movie of the year while, you know, you still have your best films that make Academy nominees like feel like they're honoring the art. But this is instead just fucking punting it to people on Twitter who like don't even go see the movies that they get excited about. They're the ones who made like Hollywood Studios put sick, well, tons of money and marketing into snakes on a plane and then nobody went and saw it. Like I mean, the, I wish the government would be as receptive to a, upset over the voting process that that the Oscars were when we're like, this is not fair. And they're like, okay, great. We're just going to scratch it and just <laughs> let's right. let it be chaos. Well, it's because their version of advertisers works differently than an award show that needs sure. to have eyeballs to get it. Whereas there's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're completely fine off of all the lo- lobbying money that floods into the coffers of Congress right. to make stuff happen. So, yeah, I mean, we don't really need to care about anything cause as long as the corporations are happy, then, then 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 we're good. Then we're good. Right. Totally good. Totally good. I mean, this is how the NBA nominates all-star starters, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it, it's not totally fucked, you would think. But I guess movies, for whatever reason, like, movies overlap with... Because it's not like they've nominated, like, players who have no right being in the All-Star game, have they? Maybe they have. I should just... Like, oh, like, who's a meme All-Star pick? I don't right. know. Like, yeah. I I don't. I typically don't find myself being like, okay, they're really... They got Brian Scalabrini in there? Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't think there's been anything like that. I think probably because they're, they're like you said... They hear they hear an idea and then they do it in the worst fucking way possible by just being like, all right, then let Twitter decide. You're like, that isn't a place where people are going to like everyone there is already, you know, very fu- like turned up on whatever they're into versus Nobody like if you had a website well. right? Right. versus like having a website where you go to like Oscar fan favorite and you have a very like structured voting mechanism because there you can. I don't know. I, that's why I just feel like they're 
like you said, they're trying to like do it in the worst possible way to then also be like, see, and this is why we don't even do it. I mean, <laughs> people don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Absolutely. That's absolutely what they're doing. Also in the running is a movie I hadn't even heard of prior to this, uh, Minamata, which is uh, hey. has Johnny Depp in it. And uh-huh. people are like the the Depp stands are out here trying to get mm. him, you know, finally some recognition for his action career. Hashtag let's do it for Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What That's... the fuck is the movie even about? Do we yeah. even know? Don't. I just looked it up and it's a 2020 drama film. So first of all, we got the wrong year based on the book of the same name stars Johnny Depp. I I don't think the people like based on Eugene Smith, an American photographer who documented the effects of mercury poisoning on the citizens of Japan. Yeah. Wait, what is he doing in Japan? It's this. It's it's a white savior. It's a fucking Japanese white savior. It's like Last Samurai, except this dude got a camera. Yeah. So I'm glad it got buried, but also who is rooting for it? Like, I want to meet these people. The Deppheads. The Deppheads. Yeah, I'm curious. Now I, now I, is that him with this makeup on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh it's... my gosh. I don't. What is wrong <laughs> Yo, his, with people? His hair looks wild in this. Oh, it's because he has a bandage on on his forehead. I was like, this this guy's got the worst toupee on, but it's one of those things where the bandage was fluffing up his hair in the front. Mm-mm. All right, Minamata. Well, um, cool. Let's do it for Johnny, huh? One of the votes for the film was accompanied by a photo of Johnny Depp posing with a guitar. So, like, it's pretty unclear that anybody who's voting for this movie has actually seen it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, well... <laughs> Mainly, we're here for Johnny Depp's music career. Like, that that's one thing TDZ can get behind. We are huge fans of Johnny Depp, the rock star. Right. Always. I mean, how could they have done... Like, I'm really trying to think of how you make it work in a way that we wouldn't absolutely shit on it off like, out the gate. Like, is it that you need a neutral third-party venue to facilitate the voting to... People go to like their local theater and fill out a fucking ballot like used to at McDonald's for the All Star game. Like, mm-hmm. what? How could you even do this? Oh, I think you right need way? the Academy to vote on it. Like, I think I think the Academy votes on a separate category that is like popular film, and like you either give it a cutoff of like how many people saw it, or it's just kind of treated as a different thing based on, you know, plot structure and, like, uh, how wide the release of the movie was. Right. Or do you create some kind of fucked up metric that's, like, a combination of box office, you know, write-ups, whatever, that, like, you could measure the impact and be like, we don't even have to vote. Like, the the numbers are there. This was, this is the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think all the, all those things are are worth looking at, but or, throwing it to a Twitter poll, probably <laughs> not. Probably or I think our it. problem is we're trying to save something that just needs to fucking die. Yeah, I that, that I'm on board with that. Yeah. yeah, like I just don't think like awards. People have gotten more and more like put off and salty around the results of award shows, like understandably because at a certain point, like you use this like winning a Grammy or an Oscar to be like the absolute height of a given industry, but when the sort of powers that be are completely unable to like 
acknowledge the evolution within an industry, then you're like, eh, you're only good at you're actually only good at picking out movies for like 40 years. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now we need something different. The the Oscars last year were viewed by 9.23 million viewers, which still seems like a lot to me based on like how many people saw any of the movies that were That's nominated. less people than watched Cat Valdez and Bastian get married in the J-Lo Owen Wilson flick, Marry Me. They had 20 million on the stream. Right. Yeah, so no, that's a this. good touch. That's a good uh, specific touchstone that I think yes. everybody relates to. Marry oh, Me. Yeah. yeah, Marry Me. I watched it. I couldn't believe what I was doing. You I watched, watched it, it too. What? Yeah, oh, yeah I had to. Because so everyone excited. was like, everybody on Twitter was like, yo, I don't understand. Like, what are we doing watching this? I'm like, I, that's all I needed to hear. I'm like, if someone's like, what are we doing? I'm like, I yeah. need to see what we're doing because I want to know. My what? husband and I watched it, which shocked me because he has like such strong taste in movies. And I was obviously hyped because like they know what they're doing. They marketed yeah. it to people like me. Like I am the target market. So it's like, I'm obviously going to go see it, but I'm not a dummy. This movie sucks. Right, 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 right. I mean, that trailer, I was like, sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. The funny part is it's based on a graphic novel. Yeah. I saw that in the, in the credits, too. We were like, I'm sorry, what is this graphic novel? <laughs> it's like literally blew my mind because in my head, they like J-Lo was just like, I want to do a movie. Let's do Owen Wilson. And it just me. It's going to be me singing. And people right. were like the studios were like, that'll sell. Yeah. But like a, there was a somebody wrote a graphic novel. Oh, right. bless it. I mean, Jack, I mean, Maluma, too. I mean, as Bastian, it Maluma was groundbreaking. I mean, they knew like if you like like any kind of like like Latin music, you like Colombian music, like reggaeton, any of that. They're like, we're going to put these icons together and just watch them not be great at acting. Although, you know, Maluma, I'm not mad at his acting as Bastian. I yeah, surprised. I agree. I, I wasn't like completely turned off. How's Owen Wilson holding up? A yeah. man. I mean, yeah. A man. Yeah. He fits I was having there. a discussion and people were like, that's a wig, right? Like, isn't he like a total silver fox? Because wasn't he like in Loki had like Loki had a bunch of gray hair? Yeah. He so. did. Oh, interesting. I've never thought he was hot. He has old school Owen Wilson hair now. Yeah. In this mm -hmm. in this one, right? Exactly. Yeah. He's got that wonderful shaggy cut that we came to love in 2004. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it just feels a little. It's just weird because also the, the the stakes, like narratively, it doesn't make sense. And that's no. what I also love about it is like, I'm not even sure what the narrative forces acting on the characters are, where it's like, J-Lo's like, I was supposed to marry my husband on a world a worldwide, worldwide live stream. And I found out he was cheating like seconds before. So I decided I'm going to marry this guy with a sign and I'm going to make it work. Mm. Right. And clearly like with a sign that, Nobody has that. You're right. Nobody has any motivation that makes any sense because <laughs> the shot of Owen Wilson holding the sign, it's very clear. He doesn't know what he's holding. Yeah. And she's like, that one. Sure, like, why not? 
Like, exactly. <laughs> like, that one. Perfect. And the fact that he gets on stage and kisses her in front of his daughter, it's like, you're so yeah. weird. I hate you. Like, your daughter never said to you, like, I want, like, you just got divorced from your wife. She's never like, when am I going to have a new mom, dad? Like, right. right. So and then that's he doesn't there. let her meet her. Yeah. What? For like a few He's he like, sorry, she's got her... a lot going on, honey. Just go. <laughs> She's like, he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to confuse things. And it's like, well, what are you talking about? You like had foreplay in front of her. Right, right, right. right. They sucked face in that first kiss. Mm. It's just, it's one of those films that like, I'm just so glad it came out when it did. Because it's like, it's like such a good, bad movie where I was like, yeah, I agree. I, I got, I was angry at stuff like in a funny way, like laughing at certain things. Yeah. And it distracted me. So, you know, great well, airplane it's film. Fun. Are you AMC A list members? Again, not plugging brands. No. But I mean, I can't recommend it enough because it's like going into a movie like that is you can fall asleep if you want to. Right. I watched because, it on Peacock. I was oh, fully asleep. Like, yeah, because you can't smoke weed at AMC. Oh, yeah. got it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that feels like a movie that would have come out on, like, in in theaters. So the fact that it was available for streaming, I I feel like a lot of people probably watched it streaming just because. Direct to Blu-ray? Yeah, direct to (laughs) Blu-ray. That's, you know, it's great to see a couple kids out there just trying to make it work. I mean, (laughs) I remember I, I was rooting for them in Anaconda to hook up, and they didn't. Yeah, like vocally. I watched that with you. It was kind of distracting. But I was like, come on, come on, kiss, <laughs> kiss her, kiss her, kiss her, man. Aww. Aww. What? Idiot. There's there's a great profile of Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn during the making of the internship or the intern, whatever that movie is, mm-hmm. where you know it's clear that they got famous before the advent of any sort of technology and like don't understand the world that the movie is set in, like they might as well be making a movie that is, you know, set 300 years in the future. Right. So I'm always fascinated by anything with Owen Wilson because he exists in a, in a separate reality. Oh yeah, he totally does. Also, I, there's also weird, like anamorphic lens things. Like they were using a fisheye lens for a lot of it. That was very disturbing to watch. I'm sorry, what? Like, okay. If you have a fisheye lens, <laughs> yeah. you'll see things distort, like, curve on the outsides of the frame. Right. There's so many shots. a one? Dude, not even. There are ones where you're like, the window blinds are all curved on the edge yeah. of the frame. And you're like, <laughs> what are they doing? Is this, like, to make the performers look a different way? Like, I see this happening more and more. Or if they're using, like, just old anamorphic cinema lenses. I don't know. There's, you know, so there's so many things you look at and you're just, like, confused. And you're like, I... All right, keep going, keep going. I know, but Ariana Grande was my favorite part. What? <laughs> are are we? Are you talking? You're still talking about marrying me, right? We're, wait, when is she in it? Are you serious? Did I fall asleep this, then? This is upsetting. actually the most upset that one of our guests has ever been at one of the hosts of the show. On are you on, literally on kidding fuck. me? No, I mean it's fine. I uh, no, she plays like the. The stupid pop star that like says oh, yeah. dumb shit to Owen Wilson is like, I'm going to make you feel bad about your life. That's right. Yeah. Damn. Love Big that. Big role. Big role. Big role. That's huge. And she was in uh, Don't Look Up as well, right? 
She was in Don't Look Up as <gasps> Did well? I get that confused? I got it confused. My bad. Oh. I obviously I didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I love the reversal like that. Oh, Jack, my, had my back. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Man. Fully my bad. All the movies blend together. <laughs> yeah, no, they all do. Everything's a mono film at this point. Oh, she man. should have been in it. But that's yeah. such a great testament to, like, why filmmakers don't want their movies released on, like, streaming and probably shouldn't is because it's just like, wait, was that in... Nobody cares. <laughs> was that yeah. in Love is Blind or, <laughs> or <Right>. the, the <laughs> new... Judd Apatow film. Adam or... McKay is like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're confusing my fucking film with Marry Me? Yeah, because yeah. it's that bad. No, I'm just kidding. I like Don't Look Up, but I... Hey, right. It's... Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lindsay, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show until a few minutes ago when you just got really mad at Miles for... <laughs> so sorry. For I got Ariana really Grande upset. was in a movie. He, she's not in. Uh, <laughs> really upset. I'd like to formally Twitter's apologize. About to rip me up. Truly a pleasure through and through, up to Same. and including that moment. Where can people find you and follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Lindsay Adams is popular. And you can find me on Twitter at Lindsay's Face. And I am on TikTok because people love my cat, unfortunately. Wow. Okay. And it's at Lindsay Adams is popular and my podcast snack time and everything yeah, yeah. else that I do. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. What, give us one thing about uh, that's been revealed on snack time that we would not suspect. I would say, I mean, the most recent episode, I posted a clip, but there's a story about Tom Arnold getting stabbed by Roseanne over snack wells. Wow. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Inside inside hot goss. Yeah. Over snack wells. Do they still make snack wells? No. I don't. Well, maybe. I don't know. I feel like Uh, they were bad. Whatever happened to snack wells, ladies? Hmm. Remember, weren't all those commercials like these like women who'd be like, yo, we're the snack wells lady. Yeah, it was like deep diet culture of yeah. like of just like everything. It's, it tastes bad, so it's healthy. Right. right. I remember the the commercials were so fucking in your face. I was like begged my mom to get me snack wells because they looked oh, yeah. good in the commercials. And my mom's like, "What the f-? like? I'm throwing the TV away." No, like, we but... talked so much about marketing toward in the '90s towards right. kids and how it was just like green ketchup poured in my mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Snackwells was like that was the number one food that owned the fat-free wave, but like just loaded down with sugar. Like they just found that hack. They were like, yeah, no. There's no fat in here. It is made entirely. It is like a sugar cast mold of a cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, God. Look at I mean, diet culture is fucking the world up product by product. Yeah. 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 Um, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Um, I have been enjoying this. Uh, this is very random, but it got it got advertised on my husband's Facebook Marketplace page, but they're DJ Fuego LA. I don't know. (laughs) I know this is so random, but he does. He like put together. I, I know. I honestly wish it wasn't as random as it was, but I'm obsessed with him now. And he has this like robot that he created called Fuego Tron. And 
he goes to quinceañeras and like straight up like dances hard. And so like I've just been on his Instagram watching the videos. It's uh his Instagram is DJ Fuego LA. And like if you click on the party ones, it's so funny. It's so funny to watch this weird robot dance. And like he has an LED like screen that says like Fuego Tron, like it <laughs> like scrolls <laughs> out. It's so I just it's just it, I enjoy it. I don't know what else to say. Hell I yeah. love party bot content. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like on stilts and shit. Yes. Hold up. Oh. <laughs> He's gonna like run over this kid. Get him dancing. Oh that's the real treat. Bring Fuego Tron up to your party. Yeah, it's not a party. It's a Fuego Tron. Show. Yeah, I'm just like, please, somebody hire Fuego Tron for a party I can go to, or I'm gonna crash a quinceanera. Yeah, but that's oh, a person you know. in a Fuego Tron suit, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it is. It's hey, this like no DJ comment. dude who's just like, yeah, I love my life. I mean, and maybe he he's looks a bad like person, Bob Ross, right? It's wow. so weird. He's got like this little like permed fro and he's just Fuego. I just love too. He's got like 2000 followers. This, you really found that some of them on a local legend. Also, shout out to the fact that he has a 213 area code number. That's how I know you from out here. A hundred percent. I know it just got added. I guess he puts ads on Facebook marketplace and I was like on and it was like, what? <laughs> <This> <laughs> it is up, actually great. All right. Miles, where can people find you? What is the tweet you've been enjoying? Man, Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, also, the other pod, 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra, where we just talk about 90 Day and 420. Oh. The thing about tweets, I mean, how do I follow a fucking Fuegotron after that? <laughs> First one, at Jazz underscore in my pants tweeted, bro, I am straight up not living La Vida Loca right now. Uh, <laughs> I just love that sentiment. And one more is from uh, Derek Cortez at Derek Y-B-L-A-C-C tweeted this video of Bob McDuff. And if you remember from the uh, I Think You Should Leave sketch with the professor and totally housing Dylan's burger, Bob <laughs> McDuff is the guy who, who played the professor. I guess he passed away because uh, Derek tweeted R.I.P. Bob McDuff. Just now, finding out this line was improvised and people in public would yell it at him. Glad he got to feel that love before he passed. And that line being, give me that. <laughs> when he talks about the burger, <laughs> I, apparently he improvised that. I, I'm so grateful to you, Bob McDuff. That sketch brought, has brought me so much joy. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and rest in peace to you, sir. Truly. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. A tweet I liked. Kristen Arnett tweeted, man. I feel like some ramen. Dude, dude. You know, I'll, I'll eat there. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. 
Miles, what is your song recommendation today? Oh my gosh, gotta keep you know representing iconic artists and gotta give it up to one of my favorite producers of all time, Jay Dilla. But from his album mm. The Shining, and this is a track, you know, there's a lot of tracks like people really, really like E and C squared with common is one people really like won't do is another one people listen to a lot. But there is a track with J-Rock and Kareem Riggins, who are also legendary in their own right, and it's called Body Movin'. And I just, you know, if, if you like sample-based hip-hop, it doesn't get better than Jay Dilla. And I'd imagine if for millennials of a certain age, a lot of like the hip-hop that you're like, man, I love this like Tribe song or this like, uh, you know, Diggable Planets or De La Soul. A lot of that was Jay Dilla and even beyond. So use this to get into his work. On top of J-Rock, also talented DJ and Kareem Riggins, fantastic drummer, Body Movin'. Mm. All right. Well, go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. But we're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.